Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Wicked and Whack Wednesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us right now on the iHeartRadio app, which is free in the App Store, on your smart speaker, and on your drive in on the radio. A uh, question for you, ladies. Mm-hmm. On this uh, Ash Wednesday, what are you, uh, Wicked and Whack Wednesday, what are you giving up for lunch? Uh, nothing. <laughs> I had made a plan. <laughs> I'm very attacked right now. <laughs> but if you had to give up something, what would oh you give up? God, there's so many things I should give up. Right? I mean, there's a lot of things in my diet that I could uh, easily get rid of. Like I had said this year earlier, I was like, yeah, let's do dry January. Oh, but we have plans to do this and this on a few mm-hmm. weekends. Yeah. Now, okay. okay, we'll do February. Oh, yeah. but we have this and this yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. So I just made excuses for why I couldn't do dry January or dry February. <laughs> uh, February, a lot of people do because it's the shortest month. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my husband's actually doing it. Um, me, not so much. What's he doing? What's he giving up? Well, he, he's doing dry February. He hasn't okay. had anything, yeah. But okay. I had my sister's 50th, so that went up the window. <laughs> <laughs> what are you giving up, Stu? Chips. Potato chips. Yeah, right. No, I'll give them up. I don't have to, but I'll give them up. You say that every week. Mm-hmm. You are, like, always constantly in a battle with chips. It's my wife who's always bringing the chips into our home. Well, show some show some self restraint. <laughs> I will. I'm a man. I'm tell, almost fifty. I can tell her show to put them in a locked cabinet if no. you have such a trouble with it. Mm-hmm. That'll never work. Yeah. So, how? What is your plan of attack to get rid of the chips? To not eat them when I see them. You can't do that. You have no self control when it comes to chips. Well, they're sitting there, and they're saying, eat me, Stu, so I have no choice but to eat them, but I'm not going to eat them. I'll I'll stick with uh, pistachio nuts instead. As of today, for the rest of Lent, you're not going to have one chip. We'll not have a potato chip. You know, it's more than a month. It is? (laughs) You thought Lent was a week. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's more than a month. Dude, yeah. we're, we're still in February. <laughs> this is why Jews don't do Lent, okay? Oh, my God. I was aware there'd be no math. <laughs> what the heck? When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, all right, boys and girls, gather around the Orator machine for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about the sun. Uh, not the sun, the moon. Okay. Do you ever look at the moon at night and say, that's pretty cool? I looked at it last night. I was driving my daughter. I said, Isabella, look at the moon. She's like, wow. I find the moon fascinating. I find looking at another planet just amazing. Mm -hmm. It was like a quarter, like a a slice of a moon. What do you call it? A toenail? Yeah. Yeah, my daughter said that. It's like a sliver, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, And the moon looks like a toenail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But did you know that moons can have moons? You know what they're called? Moon moons? Baby moons? (laughs) I didn't know that. They're called moon moons. Moon moons? Are they yeah. called moon moons? Yeah. <laughs> that was she, just a weird she guess. She guessed it. <laughs> well, well you both guess. guessed it right. <laughs> no, I said baby moons. <laughs> oh. She said moon moons. Yeah, it's called moon moons. They can have moons, and they're called moon moons. Moons can have moons. Moon yeah. moons. Yeah. Where do they go? What do you mean they can have moons? I don't know. Well, moons yeah. just like must orbit the moon. But yeah. we, it's maybe too far away and we don't see it, or maybe it looks like maybe a big on, star to us or something. Yeah, maybe it's on the other side of the moon that we can't see. Yeah. Oh, like the moon has a moon. Yeah. yeah. That's, 
uh, you're like moon moons. they're like spawning little baby moons. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just going out into the atmosphere like puppies, <laughs> giving birth to moons. Okay. Okay. So I was like, baby moons. <laughs> All right, how do, you, how do you rate that fact? How do you rate that fact from one to ten? One being the worst thing you've ever heard. The ten being the most amazing scientific fact you've ever heard on useless. Well, I think I'm going to give you a zero and me a ten because I just knew. <laughs> Angie? Uh, moon has a moon. Um, yeah, I'll give you it like a 7.5. That's weak. Uh, <laughs> to the scores, we go 10 0 30. Over the moon with that fact, give me a 9 from Freaking Craig. Thank you. Freaking Craig. Is that yeah. Cranky hey, Craig? He's freaking out now. Um, Bitterman's giving you a 7. That's it. Just says 7. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom was a fan of this fact. She says, I like that, and I'm going to give you a 10 this morning. Thanks, Mother. Uh, from Triple T, that's a wickety whack Wednesday. 10 for me. Good job, Stu. Thank you. Mm, Country Bumpkins liked it. It's a 10. Good fact. And we've got a 10 from Turtley Sharon. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Pretty a good. A 10 and a 9 from Sassy Kathy and Manowitz. Look at these scores coming in. Mm. See, you guys didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I Janelle did. <laughs> Uh, school bus driver Sue is giving a 10 for the baby moon. Thank you, Sue. <laughs> I thought it was babies. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Now, I heard a rumor that this year, if you go to Blues Fest, if you're checking in in the front gate, if you say you know Mark Monahan personally, they'll take 50% off your ticket. Is that true, Mark Monahan? It, it, it always works, <laughs> Yes, yes. No one's ever tried that before. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Blues Fest himself, Mark Monahan. Uh, you know, every year around this time, we look forward to this visit because you tell us what is coming to our city this summer. This lineup is insane. Yeah, thanks. And it's always great to finally reveal the lineup after you know having it under embargo working on it and so yeah it's great to finally come and, and talk about all the bands okay so give us like the the top five what do we need to know who's coming you know the headliners are people focus on today obviously shania twain's out there but foo fighters uh have not been here since 2018 which was we'll a be, huge show yeah. then <laughs> exactly yeah. it was one of the biggest shows we've had um and they're coming back and doing a bunch of shows this summer so we're, we're really happy to have them. Uh, Mumford and Sons have n- never played the festival. They will also be appearing on the 13th. Um, for those of that 90s throwback stuff, Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> <all> <laughs> With Ludacris, yeah. Um, we've got uh, the, the, the final night is, is a band called The Smile, which is Tom York from Radiohead. Okay. Um, his new project. So um, for anyone who's a Radiohead fan, huge night. Mm-hmm. Um, We've also got Death Cab for Cutie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Plant and Shania, and, uh, sorry, not Shania Twain, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's lots of headliners and lots of undercards people would love to see. Yeah. I heard Stefan Keys from CTV Morning Live this morning talking about how he was so excited about coffee, the reggae, sort of Jamaican artist he was like going on and on so everyone has their pockets of like different bands outside of the headliners that they're going to be flocking to see for sure no and we try to be relevant and and have great acts that maybe are not headlining the main stage Mm -hmm. orville peck is actually playing he headlined city folk last year he was on the first night fleet foxes we've been trying to bring uh they headline one of the side stages julia jacklin from australia so just some phenomenal artists and people always walk away um hopefully hearing someone that they haven't heard before. Yeah. 
So while this uh, list is top of mind, ticket sales are yeah. starting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so so Thursday, tomorrow, uh, we do a one-day pre-sale. We always guarantee fans that if you buy early, you get the cheapest price. Yep. And, yeah. uh, and for the whole festival, it's 250 bucks. Um, and you uh, get free poutine, right? Uh, only ones do. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's a great deal. And, uh, of course, on, on Friday you can get the day tickets and all the other. Okay. Yeah. And, and and what are you guys anticipating? Anything different for this year for, for the festival? Anything, any changes? Uh, we, we added the street last year, so we added Sirjani mm. the Parkway. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was really good because it gave people a lot more room. Yeah. So we're going to do that again. Um, and just, we're always tweaking, adding video, adding sound delays, just making it so that people, um, if they want to hear the music, they can, and, and in the best situation possible. Okay. It is back, ottawabluesfest.ca. Get your pre-sale on tomorrow, and make sure you snatch up some tickets for what's going to be an incredible festival this summer. Thank you so much, Mark. Thanks, Mark. Step in, Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, Stu is fearful for his marriage if he brings this into his house without mm. somebody to help him put it together. <laughs> I would tend to agree. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about um, building things and how it went, Stu, you're not even ready to be prepared to attempt this because you know it will go bad. Years ago, my wife and I were walking through uh, Ikea, where everything looks amazing, but we forgot that you have to put it together. I mean, we knew we had to put it together, so we brought home this TV stand, which wouldn't be too hard to assemble, right? It's, it's like a Billy bookcase, but on its side. Mm-hmm. What's so difficult about that? This one's got three drawers. shouldn't be that hard. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. I have the Allen key out, and I'm ready. We have it all laid out on, on the basement floor. What's the problem? Well, I realize that I'm going through the process, and I hate putting together IKEA shelves. They're the worst. Mm-hmm. So my wife sticks around for about 20 minutes and says, I'm not dealing with you. You're too mad. I'm going upstairs <laughs> to deal with Isabella. So the kids are very young. So Mateo, he was seven at the time, came downstairs. He wants to watch his father, his big, proud father, put together the, the furniture like, like a dad. Mateo probably could have done a better job. <laughs> he was really good with Lego. <laughs> so I got it put together in under four hours. I was proud of myself. Then I looked at it. I'm like, something doesn't look right. I'm looking at the picture. I looked at it online. What's wrong with this? I assembled it backwards. I oh. put together the shelves backwards. Like, How do you do that? Oh, no. So I, Mateo learned 20 new swear words that day. <laughs> and ran upstairs, Did you Mommy, just what leave does, it? <laughs> what, what does this, this? Yeah, yeah. My, my wife came down. What are you saying in front of my son? <laughs> so what you're saying is this is the last time you ever put together a piece of Ikea yes, furniture. Yes, I will never put together anything from Ikea again. And my wife wants to buy a new bed for my daughter from Ikea. I said, I'm not putting that together. <laughs> not a chance. Not doing it. No. Out. I'll pay somebody oh 150 gosh. bucks to come into my house and, and assemble it. So Not you guys uh, had a fight about that this weekend because yeah. you were like, uh, you know, w- w- like n- over my dead body, no yeah. more IKEA <laughs> furniture is coming into this house, and then she won. <laughs> so because you're about the bed, didn't she? Yeah. If you're smart, you let your wife win. <laughs> but now there's people for that that will yes. put together this stuff for you. I innocently asked that question on my Facebook page yesterday, and I, I found out that apparently they have some something called a, t- a tech rabbit or something. Task comes, rabbit, I believe uh, it's task called. Task rabbit, whatever yes. it's called. It's some it's it's sw- Swedish for lazy. 
Uh, lazy people. <laughs> lazy husbands. TaskRabbit isn't Ikea, though. It's not Ikea. That's a, I think that's a separate thing. But maybe yeah. Ikea has their own people. Yeah, Ikea has their own people. TaskRabbit is people that you can hire to do things for you. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll say to the Ikea person, hey, come here. I'll give you 150 bucks. Come to my house and put this together. No, no. You can actually get someone at the store. But that's not TaskRabbit. That's something else. Uh, I'm so confused. <laughs> I just want somebody to put it together. Do you yeah, know? Yeah. I'll pay a hundred bucks to do it. A hundred bucks? Well, and let me. I mean, well, I could probably do that in like an hour. I might actually take you up on that. <laughs> She's like, hundred bucks sounds what pretty I don't good. Understand is like, why don't you just get your daughter to build her own bed? No, oh, she wants God. It. No. Are you I mean, kidding? The princess of destruction. The POD, princess of destruction. Not a chance. Uh, that okay. thing has drawers. She wants. Yeah. You want a new bed? Make your own bed. If yeah. she doesn't make it, oh. IKEA drawers are hell to put together. I've yeah. done them before, and they're just hell. Those if you don't tracks. have any patience, mm-hmm. like me, they're hell. Yeah. I'm sure people have done it, uh, flying colors, but I can't do it. Right. So we're talking about. I mean, it's honestly you can't just say it's an IKEA problem. This it's is not. A, no. This is a, a wide problem. Like buying a product, having to put it together, and then realizing halfway through this is a nightmare. I mean, any product you buy, you read the reviews, and there's about twenty thousand reviews from people saying this was a nightmare to put together. Don't buy it, right? <laughs> uh, so we're asking you about those things and how that went for you. Hmm. And well, let's just say that Cheryl has one piece of, you know, like one item that her and her husband put together and they've dubbed it the marriage tester. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> how bad it was. Their marriage barely survived that. And we'll let you know what not to put together with your partner coming up in about 10 minutes. All I gotta say is you better be looking out the back window and those kids better be on that thing enjoying it every damn day. <laughs> That's probably <laughs> what was going on in Andrea's head as we ask you, what is the worst thing you ever had to put together and how did that go they put together a trampoline now that doesn't seem like it would be that complicated oh no (laughs) she said the assembly video showed one guy assembling it all by himself very quickly it took andrea her husband and her parents several hours just to get the springs all set up it was a really hot day in the blazing sun we are all still traumatized from it (laughs) that'd be hell i like uh, sharon's comment on her facebook page she says barbecues are the worst once you assemble a barbecue once you'll never do it again because they are awful that's why you get the one that's the floor model already put together, yeah. or you yeah. get the service where you they do it for you. There for you. you get a better deal on the floor model, 100%. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, the bigger the structure, the worse the situation, because most of these comments here are about big structures. Amanda saying that she and her husband put together a 10 by 10 gazebo. She's like, I left him for 10 minutes to go check on our son. I come back. He has put the roof on upside down. I don't even know how you do that. But she says it took him about an hour to, uh, you know, backtrack and all of that. 12 hours total to complete it on a scorching hot day. And at the end of it, they said, we will never do this again. However, a few weeks later, they found themselves building a gazebo for her parents. Oh, no. (laughs) So they wouldn't have to struggle. Oh, that's good. Uh, Jen says they put together one of those, you know, those car shelters. That's like the tarp car shelter. Those are big in Quebec. Like a tarp garage. It took seven hours to build (gasps) this thing. And it only lasted two years. And the tarp was ripped to shreds in the first storm. Yeah, that's not worth doing it every two years. Um, Cheryl calls this the marriage tester shed, the tin ones. 
with oh. the two sliding doors. Yep. She said nothing lined up. The <laughs> holes had been cut all wrong. And we luckily are still married. But <laughs> there were a few very rough times in that horror deal. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, you may have heard about, read about this trial of a four-day work week they've been doing in Britain. It was billed as the world's largest of its kind. So the results are in on that over a six-month period. And what it has found is that an overwhelming majority of the 61 companies that participated from June to December will keep going with the shorter hours. Amazing. How do we get that here? They're keeping the four-day week. Yeah, right. And that most employees were shocking, wait for it, less stressed, (laughs) and had better work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Wow. What's more, though, is that the companies... Obviously, at the end of the day, you're still a company that has to be lucrative. So the companies reported revenue that either largely stayed the same or grew. Nobody did worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not surprised by that. I will ask every client of Bell Media that that contributes money to our radio station to message our general sales manager and say, <laughs> we'll support this for your staff. <laughs> Uh, that's the only time anything happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be self-serving, though, or anything, Stu. <laughs> what is no, it? it's for all of us. Yeah, okay. What is it worth it to you to get one of those blue check marks on social media? You know, the little blue yeah. check mark beside your profile, of course. That blue check mark beside that means that you're verified, that you're legit, and it's not an imposter account. Well, Meta Verified is here. And it won't just be for celebrities or public figures. CEO Mark Zuckerberg just announced that Meta Verified will be rolling out this week in different countries. You'll be able to pay a monthly subscription to get the blue check mark. So similar to what Elon Musk recently rolled out on Twitter, he said it would be $8 a month to have the blue check mark. Um, So in Facebook land, for you to pay a subscription to get the blue check mark, you're looking at 12 to 15 bucks a month. Just nope. for a blue check mark? <laughs> no. I don't even pay that much for Netflix. So exactly. So what is the no. blue check mark offer you? Well, of course, extra, you know, protection against accounts that are claiming to be you, but you also, quote, get direct access to customer support. <laughs> so no, you while, no, you don't. while the rest of us commoners never get a reply from customer service, you get the I fast have lane. a blue check wow. mark and I never get anything for, for that blue check mark. It's yeah. useless. Well, this is another newer level you yeah. won't lose okay, sure. yours but you're not getting the added features with yours yeah, okay. i mean i get it if you're a huge celebrity like right. if you need to have that blue check mark because i mean they have a ton of fan accounts parody accounts etc that are made with their names i get it for them yeah you know you have to distinguish the real account i always look yeah. for the blue check mark if i'm looking up something for about sure. a celebrity right yeah i get it for that but the the you you and me joe blow no. like what does it matter I'm not paying that. I, pay I, that. I, I would pay money for Facebook if they would stop putting ads in the middle of a video. That drives me bonkers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time I see an ad, I don't have 15 seconds. I don't care who you are. Every time you talk we, about something, it appears. It. Yeah. yeah, they're listening to you. <laughs> and that's what's trending. Brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. Somebody suggested to me yesterday that we change the name of the contest from Word Wars to the game that Sue never wins. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, who's made the cut today, Janelle? Today we're playing with Chantel and Lynn. And Stu, you are up first with Lynn this morning. Good morning, Lynn. Did you bring your A game? I did. Did you? <laughs> every day, Lynn. I bring it every day. What are the choice categories, Janelle? Well, thank you to Ann Cole, who sent in our categories. We have birds or cats. Oh, God, no. What do you, you have think? to choose? Uh, cats. Thank God. Uh, all right, uh, cats in three, two, one. They go poop in there. Litter box. Yes, and uh, they have these on their face. They're mustache. Like n- no, uh, yes, and uh, uh, what do they do? They blank your face with their tongue. Lick. Yes, and um, uh, th- th- it's not pet hair. It's it's what on their body? Fur. Yes, and. Um, these are twins. They're uh, what are they called? Siamese twins. Twins. Yes, very good. And nice. I'm yeah. surprised you. That was great. Good job. <laughs> Thinking that was going to be the hard one. <laughs> yeah. uh, you guys ended up with five, so you did really well. Good. All right. Okay. Hang on the line, Lynn. We're going to see what Chantal can pull off. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. You? I'm ready. <laughs> She's ready to play. Birds uh, it is. <laughs> birds it is. And we have to beat five with our birds, okay? okay? Yeah. All right. Here we go. What's the red bird called? You know? A cardinal. Yes. And what are they covered in? Uh, uh, what are uh, birds covered in? Um, oh, my God. Uh, wings. No. No. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. Skip it. What color? Okay. This one lays blue eggs. Uh, blue jays. No. Lays blue eggs. What type of bird? Oh, 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 no. Um, Okay, what do they make out of twigs and what do they sleep in? Fire. No, what do they sleep in? What do they live in? uh, Yes, what do they lay? Uh, Eggs. (laughs) Okay, Chantal, (laughs) I'm going to give you a minute here. What is a bird covered in? Feathers. Thank you. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. 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 We're sorry we couldn't get it done. That's okay. I'm calling tomorrow. All right. Have a good day. You got your wins, dude. Lynn, congratulations <laughs> to that person that messaged me yesterday that I never win. Take that, twerp. <laughs> twerp, wow. <laughs> All right, what did Lynn Lynn, you know win? your cat trivia. Uh, Lynn, you are headed off to Disney on Meow. Ice to find your hero. Um, and Meow. With Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and friends from around the Disney Kingdom, March 9th to the 12th at the CTC. And you can buy your tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. That's awesome. Have a good day, Lynn. Turn the radio up. Hi, this is Pink. See me live. Here we go. Okay, Pink is coming close to us, to Montreal. That's the closest we're going to get, but we want to get you even closer because we want to send you to Montreal to go see her. And I just got to say, still, to this day, one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my entire life, the last time I saw Pink in Montreal. Yeah. She's been bragging ever since. Oh, 100%. She is incredible in concert. She does not stop moving. (laughs) All right, so who do we have on the line? Sam, good morning. Hi. Sam you're, really wants to see Pink. You're a big Pink fan? Yes, I'm a huge Pink fan. I saw her a few years ago, and she's just incredible. I okay. So you have no, you can name off all her songs, right? I can I can try. Under okay. Pressure. 
<laughs> well, that's not the trivia question. No. <laughs> so, uh, we do have a question here for you, though, to win your way to get those tickets. All okay. right, your question is, when did Pink write her first song? Was she A, 10 years old, B, 14, or C, 19? C, 19. All right, let's see. When I was 14, I wrote a song called Generation X. Oh, no. (laughs) You lose. (laughs) Generation X, it's our time. (laughs) Generation X. Yours and mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a very good song. It sounds like a fourteen-year-old song. <laughs> Sam, I thought you were a big Pink fan. Come on. I, I am. I am. I just. I don't know. Like nineteen was just speaking to me. I don't know. You know what? It's okay. It's okay. Because you're going to the show. Yay! <laughs> All is forgiven. You are off to see Pink Wednesday, November first. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So after their romantic over-the-top engagement in front of the Eiffel Tower just last year, Avril Lavigne and Maud's son have reportedly split up. So news of their breakup came earlier this week, just days after he headed out on tour. But now a representative for him has insisted uh, that he was blindsided by the change in relationship status. How? So her people have confirmed the split and said that, you know, they've called off their engagement and it's over. His representative said that they were together and engaged as of three (laughs) days before he left for tour. So if anything has changed, that's news to him. Mm -hmm. That is a bad breakup. He has no plans, though, to cancel any of his tour dates. He's like, nope, going to continue on tour, and uh, I guess we'll figure that out when I get back. He He won't be hard for a date on tour. Yeah, just like you learn in the tabloids that you're no yeah. longer engaged in getting married. <laughs> That's and... pretty skeezy. Yeesh. Yikes. Yeah. Avril has not been too lucky in love. She's already two marriages in. And this... Well, it sounds like she's the one who called it off and didn't tell her fiancé. I know. So <laughs> there's like a, it's not going well for her with, uh, with love. So uh, just in case you missed it, the Blues Fest lineup came out early this morning. A lot of big headliners for the big July Summer Fest. So Shania Twain, which we knew. Foo Fighters coming back again. Again, um, Pitbull, Ludacris, so many big names. The pre-sale starts tomorrow, so right away, 10 a.m. for tickets um, to secure those quickly. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to. They're going to yeah. go fast. Yeah, and that's what's trending. Ladies and gentlemen. Moves. Password to paradise. Winner. Welcome to paradise. All right, are we ready to make another phone call? Make I think we are. Yeah, right. Totally. Hello. Good morning. Is this Deborah? Speaking. Hi, Deborah. It's Stu, Angie, and Janelle calling from Move 100. Are you calling me about winning? Maybe we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos, <laughs> Deborah. That's so amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't believe it. Really? Yeah, we wouldn't lie. <laughs> oh, wow. This is so great. <laughs> oh, you made my day. You made my day. Debra, when was the last time you went on vacation? Uh, it's been over five years since I've been on vacation. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
You're due. Definitely. So, who are you taking with you? I'm going to take my husband of 41 years. Oh, wow. What a great little getaway this will be for the two of you. Oh, this is wonderful. This is so wonderful. <laughs> like, just in shock. Yeah, that's kind of the reaction we get from people <laughs> when we call them. <laughs> Congratulations, Deborah. Enjoy your vacation. Oh, thank you. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, it took Lloyd Devereaux Richards 14 years to write his first novel, but it was his daughter's 12-second TikTok video that finally turned it into a hit. So the se- the 74-year-old dad wrote this book called Stone Maidens on evenings and weekends in between working his full-time job and taking care of his kids. And growing up, his daughter Marguerite remembers that she and her brother would watch their father at his little writing desk up in the attic, working away on this labor of love. And she just admired that he never gave up on it. It took 14 years. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and that's what she posted on TikTok, this video that she had taken of her father from a distance while he sat at his desk typing onto his vintage computer with this <laughs> massive beige monitor. And she said, you know, my dad spent 14 years on this book. He worked full time, but his kids came first. He did make time for his book. He's so ha- he wasn't, you know, so happy when sales weren't great. I'd love to see him get some more sales. He doesn't even know what TikTok is. He calls it Tic Tac. <laughs> so she said, you know, I feel really lucky because I had friends who didn't have dads, she said. And not only did I have a dad, I had a supportive, kind, sensitive, fantastic dad who made me feel loved. And, you know, she said that's what drove me to do this, to post this video. She said he took care of me and I want to take care of him. So her dad, after 14 years in that book being published, uh, you know, shopping it around to different publishers before he found someone who would take it, ended up only selling like a handful of copies. And uh, thanks to her video, though, and more than a decade later, his mystery thriller is now number one on Amazon's bestseller list. In both Canada and the U.S. Wow. <laughs> because she did a 12-second TikTok video. Yeah. It's beating out powerhouse books like Prince Harry's memoir right now. <laughs> when is the movie coming out? That's what I want to know. Wow. Her dad is saying, you just can't believe it. He's so excited. Uh, he's like, I owe all of this to my daughter. He accepted at the time that he might not sell very many, but he's like, you know, that's just the way life goes. But the thing is, is that didn't even stop him. He just loved writing and he kept writing and he actually just finished writing The Stone maiden sequel okay i bet there's a list a long list of people who are looking to buy that one yeah it's with his agent right now so i'm sure after the success now of this first one you know a decade later maybe the second one will do a little better than that first one originally did oh that's so just because his daughter did the video yeah yeah isabella do a video for our show please (laughs) and that's all the feels on move 100